0: Hey everyone welcome back to navigating netflix originals as always i'm madison and as always i'm joined by jamie that's me it is hooray (laughs) um and so today dear listeners we are talking about what was the day we watched it it was trending number one on netflix it is a brand new release it is a full-length series so we're really hitting all of the check boxes with this one called Bridget, Bridgerton, yes. which I always want to say Bridgington, <laughs> Bridgerton.
1: Bridgerton,
0: um, quick, quick. Cause it's, it's a very long, it's a eight episode series and each episode runs about 50 minutes. So there's, there's a lot of content in the series, but the kind, the overall idea is that it takes place in the 1800s, England, I'm assuming. Yeah. Cause it was in London. So 1800s mm-hmm. England and, and it kind of shows what life was like. Like for the very, very upper wealthy class and um, like during like when you're trying to find a husband or wife, basically. (laughs) (laughs) And it is hilarious in a lot of ways. (laughs)
1: Yeah. No, it's a good Um, series. It
0: it was very addictive. Like I watched the whole thing in two days. I watched the first six episodes the first day. <laughs> and I only stopped because it was almost two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I was like, I have to stop and go to bed now. Um, and I absolutely loved it.
1: Yeah, I had a similar experience. I started, well, I started late one night already at like midnight or something. So I watched <laughs> an episode. And then the next day, I just binged through all of the rest of it um yeah. and yeah i agree it was very addictive once you started i was just like i need to know what's gonna yes. happen <laughs> i
0: have to know what's gonna happen in the next one <laughs> uh, it really like really sucks you in
1: yeah and as medicine said earlier it's it's a period drama for sure but it is it, it does have a lot of humoristic elements into it so it's not just like straight drama it's right it's got some fun in it as well
0: right like the whole The whole story is kind of told from this up until the very end unknown narrator called, um, Lady, what was her name? Lady Whistledown, Lady Whistledown, um, and, and so she's just somebody who basically publishes this, like, tabloid, I guess, is what we would equate it to in today's world, of, like, all the gossip that's happening in the town. Mm-hmm. But she starts, like, becoming very accurate. Like, so people realize that, like, she's telling the truth. She somehow, like, knows what they're doing at all these events and stuff. Yeah. Um, did, you, did you at any point start to suspect who Lady Whistledown was? So...
1: So, you know, it's no surprise to anyone who who's here, if you've watched it, uh, if you haven't watched already, then why are you listening?
0: Spoilers but, <laughs> happening any two second yeah. now. <laughs>
1: Spoilers uh, is Penelope, uh, Featherington. Yeah. And yes. there were a couple moments earlier on where she seemed sort of like suspect, but then anytime Eloise like mentioned it to her, she seemed like very interested and yet gradually got less interested, like she didn't give a shit. And yeah. so I kind of... Yeah, it just, it it kind of, that suspicion fell away. And then I didn't, I never really thought it was the the faux French woman. Yeah. But I couldn't figure out who it could be. Because they kind of set it up, like, I think you were supposed to be pushed to thinking maybe it was, like, um, Lady uh, Danbury or yeah, was- someone else. But, yeah, I, I ultimately didn't get it. Did you?
0: I, I, I was suspected her... Or like I don't know maybe like episode five mm. or something like the midpoint I thought like oh well maybe it could be her but like you said I didn't I did wasn't really sure she didn't seem that into the storyline but once the story came out of Marina being pregnant I was yeah. like it, th- there's no other option it has to be Penelope because the yeah. only people she was pregnant were people who were in that house right and none of the other ones were going to be you know um lady lady whistledowns so it had to be penelope so i was thrilled at the end when i was found out that i was correct that yeah. I was
1: penelope. no that's true yeah i thought I, I thought that she had something to do with that information getting out but i thought maybe she knew lady whistledown and she was sharing no. the information you know but yeah um, no that's good Because
0: has- She has the life that Eloise wants. Oh, I
1: know. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Which is sad for Eloise, but.
1: (laughs) I hope Eloise, you know, finds her way as, as her sister Daphne says, who is now the Duchess, you know, her being Duchess, I think affords Eloise certain rights now. So she might have the chance to become an author and do what she wants.
0: That's true. Yeah, she'll have, you know, she'll be able to be taken care of, you know, they'll make sure that she's provided for kind of things so they are not going to let somebody who's a, a relative of the Duke and the Duchess.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, end up in poverty or whatever, you know. No. Um, and so s- yeah, and it does put her in a, in a better situation yeah. where she could become somebody like, oh, um Emily Dickinson or something like that. Right,
1: exactly. Make
0: a name for herself.
1: <clears throat> and... Okay, so the main the main love affair in this story is between uh, Daphne Bridger- Bridgerton, who is yeah. you know of the Bridgerton name and. Ew
0: she is out for her her first year of courting at the beginning of the season <laughs>
1: she's out and about and things go well for her immediately and then they sort of fall away due to her brother but um yeah. <laughs> you know she eventually i like how she kind of organically catches the eye of um of simon yeah you know, the duke of hastings because I just,
0: like, <laughs> yeah
1: and I, I like that it's it's a very typical like romance thing where like at first you know she kind of despises him because he immediately assumes that she intentionally ran into him to like catch his eye because she knew he would be at the ball or whatever um so i like that their relationship started with like a general disdain which then merged (laughs) into like oh we're going to use one another and then transformed into love but
0: yeah i think we all saw that coming oh my god yeah
1: Yeah. (laughs) um i think i i'm not i'm unsurprised by any of the things that really happened in their relationship like you know, one of the main issues is that he does not want to have children. Period. Well, the biggest and...
0: issue is that he is not clear about that. <laughs> that. He makes her think that she that he can't have children when yeah. in reality he just doesn't want them. Which I can relate to. Is fine. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So, like you know, just to remind the listeners, he had made an oath on his father's dying with uh, dying or deathbed, yeah. um, that he would that the name Hastings would end with him. Um, And so that means he intended not to get married, which falls through rather quickly. And he intended not to have children. Um, And yeah, I understand the desire to not want children though. Personally, I am of a, you know, give or take sort of person (sighs) or wait, take it or leave it sort of person is is what I meant. But um, I feel like, what do you think of his motivation for that? Do you think well, like ha- not having children is the way to like get back at his dad in reality?
0: See, I think like it's not that he doesn't want children. No. I think they make it clear that it, that he likes kids, that he has a desire to be a father, mm-hmm. you know, and to reproduce and all that, but it's just that he he's holding this grudge against his father. He's holding his desire to to not let the Hastings name go on. The one thing that his dad cared about more than anything else was the continuation of like their bloodline. So he like, it's just like this revengeful satisfaction that he's able to keep that away from his father, but his father's dead. He's not there. You know, he's only hurting himself. He's not hurting his father anymore. (laughs) Like literally the only one getting hurt in the situation is himself. And right. I think he eventually realizes that. Yeah, and
1: I think <laughs> yeah, I think she helps him realize that. but it's like it, it is the kind of thing like you hear this sometimes from people who are like, my family's such shit. I don't want to like continue the line or whatever. Yeah. And it's kind of like you, if nothing else, have a chance to change the family line, the, right. the direction that it's taking by having children and being a good parent. You know, which ultimately is kind of the step that they take. Like she convinces him, Daphne convinces Simon that he is a good person. And like, just because his dad was a complete asshole doesn't mean he has to be an asshole. And it's kind of like, that's more so the way that I take it as well. Like, you know, fine. Like there's no obligation to have children, of course, if you don't want to, for various reasons, that's fine. But I think that because you grew up in a shitty situation, I don't think is necessarily the... I don't, know if that should, I don't know if that should be your main factor for not having children. I think it's, it doesn't really stand to reason for me.
0: And like, especially during this time, you yeah. know, in 1800s England, the idea that like a Duke and a Duchess would not at least try to have a child, you know, is not something you would hear of. Right. It, it would be such a weird idea that, you know, two healthy, young, rich people wouldn't have babies you
1: know too healthy rich and very sexually active in every single corner of the manor oh people yeah.
0: <laughs> all over and i mean somebody really needs to tell the duke that pulling out is only like 80 percent effective oh my gosh I and with the amount of times they were doing it she was bound to get pregnant anyway
1: <laughs> seriously but okay so i just like i i know that people were very guarded like women were very guarded back in this time and like i can understand i guess like not exposing or revealing how a woman gets pregnant exactly but come on (laughs) like you need to like this is information one needs to know
0: oh absolutely and i think that the show does a good job of addressing that because i don't i don't think it's inaccurate for the depiction of a young woman in that time period to be as naive as they were, to have absolutely no idea what would happen on their wedding night, having no idea as to even that that is what would lead to a baby kind of thing. Like not even understanding that until later on kind of thing. Yeah. Um, And I think the show does a, does a pretty good job of illustrating like why that was a big problem. And it still is a problem. There are still people who are raised that naively in this world. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I
1: I just remember like there's an episode of golden girls where Rose reveals that like no one ever taught, taught her about, you know, the birds and the bees or whatever. And so when she first like, you know, went to have sex with her husband, she was like very like confused and somewhat like taken aback and grossed out by the whole situation because she didn't know what was happening, you know? Yeah. And it's kind of like, this yeah. is why sex education is important. Like let's just tell people how things are done. And also, you know, even though pulling out isn't effective as effective as, you know, I guess not having sex at all or a condom. Well, that would but, probably be
0: the only other option. I think at time. At the time. Right.
1: Um, but, you know, knowing that bit of information can, to some extent, help prevent you from falling, falling pregnant. I don't know which century I just tumbled into, but becoming well, pregnant.
0: <laughs> well, and they, they show that with Marina, you know, yeah. she says that she, the way she describes it, she's like, we were in love, you know, and she didn't know that what she was doing with this man right. would resolve the baby. Like, she literally was that naive about it. She didn't understand that you know, that, that what they were doing could cause pregnancy yeah. kind of thing. And yeah, that's just, I I, this thing, I, can't believe how, but I can believe how common something yeah. like that would have been back then. It's just insane. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder what we got the... trapped all the time into marriage and I mean, relationship.
1: seriously. <laughs> and this is also like, I don't know if they think from the 18th or from the 19th century, this is a main theme of the, the play Spring Awakening as well. Like she's, yeah. her mother won't reveal to her how, babies are made. And so she gets pregnant because she expresses her love with, <laughs> with yeah, the dude. And
0: it's this, is, these are not issues that have been solved. Like I have a member of my extended conservative family who did not realize they had no idea what sex was on her wedding night. Didn't yeah. know that like a man would get an erection. did not know anything yeah. at all. And was shocked to learn all of it. <laughs> right and it's like but like it still happens like it's yeah. still there are women out there who are that uneducated.
1: Yeah. And they make it clear uh, in the show too and this is a thing I think in society still is that that sort of information is not hidden from men. Like men are aware right. of what needs to be done or what is done on these things. And they have a nice like a funny little scene where I think it's Daphne who's or no, it was Eloise I think. It was like how are babies born? Um and <laughs> And everyone, her mother's like really taken aback and and the boys are just like, you know, making sexual innuendos here and there and talking about, you know, taking their sticks out and her mother's (laughs) like,
0: call in Yeah, well, there's also there's an exchange between Eloise and Penelope where they're talking about like... Yeah, how did she become with child if she's not married? (laughs) Penelope's just like, I don't know, but I'll find out. And then Eloise says, you must. Otherwise, how can we be sure it will never happen to us?
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) I love, too, that like Penelope goes back to her to be like, I guess love. Love is what happened. And (laughs) Eloise is like, love? That does not stand to reason. Look at your mama. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. (laughs) Oh, my God. Speak about a clear, yeah, very much a a marriage of, like, an arranged marriage situation where Mrs. Featherington had no love for Mr. Featherington.
0: Yeah, I feel like Mrs. Featherington, when she was out courting, you know, he was slightly above whatever place in life she was born into. So he was a good match for that reason. But they, I don't think that they were ever super cruel to one another, but they certainly were not ever in love.
1: (laughs) By any means oh lord the
0: featheringtons are they're a very interesting family because they seem like they live on the very edge of this lifestyle like they are yeah. just yeah. fortunate enough to be included within it but they're at kind of like the very bottom of the upper class
1: <laughs> oh yeah and in the end it's clear that like they have a brief bounce, like rebound moment because you know Mr featherington is uh very much in debt because he has a gambling addiction and Almost bet their house away um but you know i assume that when he because at the end so another spoiler um he uh rigs a bet with a a fighter and wins a shit ton of money from these you know sort of (laughs) um uh uh, what's it called black market dealers gamblers essentially and then they meet him in a in a in a brothel and uh, kill him um
0: And, and take all of his money back.
1: Yeah, and take all the money because the thing that they were looking for, she like opens the purse to get all of the banknotes, I assume, and it's empty. And so she knows that they're 100% ruined now. Right. Um, so they are i And no sure
0: she knows like at that point that he was dead because of whatever he did to get that money. <laughs> like yeah. she might not know what it was, but he was killed over it kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Which makes me wonder if anything is going to happen to, to Will um, as well, which is Simon's um, friend who was the fighter.
0: Yeah, I wondered that myself because you think they would be equally as pissed. They're only getting half their money back because yeah. Will has the other half of it. So are they going to go and kill him as well? I would be more upset about that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I was also really disappointed in that. It
0: will. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like I understand that it's more money that they would have ever seen probably, but it's kind of like he earlier on, and I think Simon brings this up to him or whatever that you know. I think he was supposed to have been instilled with these values from his father or whatever um, about, you know, honesty and all that. And then he kind of like does this in the end. I don't know.
0: See, I'm not sure about this, but it was Mm -hmm. one thought I had when I was watching it, but maybe I think he might've just actually lost the fight. Like, I don't know that he, like he was supposed to lose it because, you know, of the, the arrangement. But I think that, him going back, like the thinking about it, because they kept show him showing him looking towards the two different people while he was fighting, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that he was just so distracted by what he was watching and what he was thinking about that he actually just legitimately lost the fight. Mm. But I don't know. Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. It, I like to think of it that way anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: either or. His wife seemed pretty content at the party the next day or whatever. When she's, like, fondling her jewels.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Look at the rings he bought me. (laughs) (laughs) Hooray. (laughs) This means that we're wealthier now.
1: (laughs) But, you know, I mean, who are we to judge? We did not grow up in that society. And um, I imagine it must be pretty shit. So.
0: Yeah. So do you think they'll do a season two? Because I would like to know what happens with Will.
1: I don't know. Because I, I thought if they did not reveal who Mrs. Feathering or Lady Featherington or Lady Whistledown was, I could see them extending it, but it seems like a lot of things are kind of resolved in most ways. Like the situation with Daphne and Simon's resolved. Um, What's her name gets married to what's his name's brother. And that's solved.
0: Um, See, I can, and and maybe they, they wanted it to be kind of like where they could go in a little Mm -hmm. bit of different direction in season two, and maybe have Penelope slash Lady Witherington or Whistledown, Wh- Lady Whistledown. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, be like the main character and, you know, Simon and and Daphne are more just like background characters and in they instead of the, the main focus <clears throat> and have like a, a different focus for the story would be cool.
1: That's true. I guess they could have it also with, um, what's her name trying to, Eloise trying to figure out still who yeah. Lady Whistledown is, not knowing it's her best friend. That could make and some maybe, fun dynamic.
0: And then maybe Eloise and Penelope end up falling in love.
1: <laughs> so I thought that was what was happening at the very first episode because they both like giddily wave to each other. And I was yeah. like, oh, and then nothing <laughs> happened. And then I also suspected that maybe Benedict would be interested in, in Mr. Gan- uh, Grand Granville because mm, he yeah. sort of like makes eyes. And then it seems like he's staring a lot at uh mr <laughs> weatherby or whatever his name
0: is yeah i don't know what all of their names are <laughs> i only have the main characters ones written down and now but i, I didn't, know
1: <laughs> yeah and now i didn't go back to look but i know that he saw them together uh mr Gan- granville yeah. and, and yeah. Weather Weather and weatherby or whatever his name was but yeah. was the other woman besides the modiste was that his wife who he was sleeping with was that granville's I... wife
0: don't think so because he seems very
1: surprised i guess maybe he could be surprised because he has a wife or he could be surprised because when because when he sees lady or mrs granville (laughs) he's kind of taken aback but he knew he had a he knew granville had a wife because he'd mentioned
0: it in like episode two well maybe he just didn't remember that because i didn't remember it Uh, oh
1: maybe my (laughs) thought was like he slept with his wife and then he was like oh no but then slowly comes to realize that like it's a situation it's like a marriage of convenience probably you know his wife gets the benefits right. of being married and being able to do whatever she whatever the hell she wants and yeah. he gets the benefit That's... of having a beard essentially yeah
0: basically <laughs> yeah I don't I don't know I don't there there's just so many like additional characters in the story sometimes and I'm just like I don't know what's happening with all these different people <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah. Benedict's wasn't one of the stories that I wrote many notes on or any, I don't think. Even. <laughs> That's fair.
1: I mean, I felt, I, I felt kind of bad from it for a moment because he had started exploring this sort of, you know, alternative lifestyle and the fact that, you know, it's very much not like the lifestyle he was grown up or raised to right. live in or whatever. Um, and then like for a brief moment, he thought everything would be taken away because he would have to be, quote, the man of the house if his brother either died or fled.
0: Yeah. Um, so he's kind oh my of God. almost
1: shoved into that life. but
0: that, that duel. I just don't understand how Daphne was able to ride directly into the middle of it without anyone seeing her coming in advance.
1: I don't know either, but I knew it was going to happen. I was like, she's yeah. either going to run into the middle or she's going to ride into the middle. Yeah. And I thought for um, a brief moment they might kill her, but I'd be like, that would be real complicated.
0: That'd be real dark. <laughs> A duel to the death. But she lives. lives. But but that's yeah. where they officially get engaged.
1: <laughs> yep, I'm glad, of course, because she realized just in time that whatever her name was, Calliope or whatever, um, what was her name? Something with a C, Kablubi. I don't remember.
0: Oh yeah, the the really like preppy. Yeah who was interested in the prince. Yeah.
1: Claude Hopper, whatever her name was. She, yeah, um, I she I realized.
0: That either. <laughs> <laughs> um, There's too many minor characters on the show. <laughs> yeah. But,
1: but um, of course she realized just in the nick of time.
0: Do you think that um, Simon would have ever actually asked Daphne to marry him if they hadn't like kissed and got caught and all of that? If like, you know, if they hadn't kind of been forced into a situation where they had to get married, do you think that he ever would have proposed to her?
1: I don't think so. Um, I know that, I know that lady um, Danbury was sort of pushing him in that direction and kind of calling him like an idiot for cutting ties with her and stuff. And he obviously like had the moment where he remembered the picture, the painting that they, in the moment they shared together and stuff. But I think until, Honestly, until the moment that they were in the rain and she was kind of like, listen, I know exactly what happened in your childhood, blah, blah, blah. I yeah. I think that he was ready to thing. just...
0: You deserve to be loved and all
1: that. Yeah. yeah, I feel like he was still at that point willing to flee. So I don't think that yeah. he would have if he hadn't been forced into it.
0: Yeah, and she was like right on the cusp of being you know, like getting a proposal from the prince. You yeah. know, if she had gone back inside, he was going to propose to her and she would have said yes because... You know, how could she and her station say no kind of thing? Right. And then she would have married the prince instead. Yeah.
1: I guess being a duchess is just as good.
0: Well, you know, she also likes the guy she's married to. So. True.
1: <laughs> I <mean, the laughs> oh, It doesn't seem seemed... like
0: the prince would have been a bad husband. You know, no. if she had not met the duke before, yeah. you know, the prince came into the picture, like the prince would have been a dream come true, you know, to get a secure proposal from the prince kind of thing. Yeah.
1: I mean, the, the difference is that she actually forged a friendship with Simon. You right. know, they exactly. became actual friends. Um, and yeah, I think she could have come to love the prince because he seemed like a solid dude. Because mm, even like...
0: Yeah. And she even wanted to stay, you know, in London to raise his family with her. He wasn't gonna, you know, make yeah. her move across the world. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. And then, you know, when he heard that Simon was interested or whatever, or she was interested in Simon, he very quickly backed off cuz he was like, who am I to step in for from love or whatever, you know. Right.
0: Yeah. So, which I think just made it all the more more difficult to, for her that she was like turning this guy down. Yeah. <laughs> he was like perfect in every way except for that he wasn't Simon.
1: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but oh, yeah. what can you do? <laughs> What did you feel of the moment when... So she learns how babies are made from Rose, her doting servant. And um, then she basically um, forces him to ejaculate inside of her.
0: Yeah, that was a weird scene.
1: Yeah, I was like, this is maybe pushing things a step too far.
0: Yeah, I think that... I don't imagine she got like a very great lesson from her handmaid as yeah. to how sex works. So my guess is that she still was partially of the belief that maybe he couldn't, for whatever physical reason, ejaculate inside of her. So she just wanted to know: Can you do this? Are you li- or are you lying to me? Kind of thing. So instead of you know asking him about it, she just did it to see if what
1: would happen kind of thing yeah see for me i thought she was just like more so looking at his you know reaction to it because as soon as it was happening he kind of looked upset and terrified so she kind of knew then it wasn't just like you know because before he had told her that like when he does when he did you know orgasm it was pleasurable for him too even though he screamed out in pain sometimes um
0: <laughs> even though it was confusing <laughs> even
1: though I could understand her confusion but um, uh, so that you know at that time I think she was like okay if he just has that same reaction
0: right then it's
1: good but clearly it was not but yeah. I, th- I do think that I mean it's the 18 it's the 19th century early 19th century the truth is that they were stuck in the marriage regardless at this point um so i think you know in today's society we would call that entrapment um but (laughs) back then it's like what does it really matter because whatever and i
0: i don't think she was doing it because she was like trying to get him to get her pregnant like like that wasn't the goal it was more she wanted to know are you lying to me about being mm. able to do this or yeah. can you actually not do it kind of thing because she was naive she didn't know maybe it wasn't you know for him it just wasn't something that he could you know to yeah. do I, I think it was coming from a place of naivete and innocence that she just wanted to know what would happen kind of thing yeah and, and then it confirmed what she was already fearing was that he was lying to her kind of thing yeah
1: yeah and of course, the thing that they couldn't do apparently was have a conversation about why he didn't want kids in the first place. But sure, it well, only mean, took eight episodes for that to happen.
0: That's that's the same thing with any Netflix original. True. <laughs> the conflict is always caused by unspoken words. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like they have no problem communicating before they're even together and him telling her to go pleasure herself. But I know. <laughs> he can't talk about the fact that his dad was an asshole. Like what?
0: <laughs> that scene was just so fun
1: i mean good callback though when they first had you know on the wedding night when he's like did you do it did you you know what I did know. you think about it? i was like oh that's kind of like that's kind of hot actually i can understand
0: <laughs> it was yeah and I, and I think it just shows that like since that conversation since simon and daphne had had that original conversation that's the only thing that simon has been wondering oh yeah <laughs> did he actually do it oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> little did he know that she did it that same evening <laughs>
1: yeah oh lord
0: yeah <laughs> that was very cute i enjoyed that
1: yeah, but, okay.
0: but yeah. <sighs> who have we not covered in the story yet
1: i mean we haven't talked about um anthony and uh, sienna
0: and sienna i i loved what she did at the end i was Me so too. like Good for you, Sienna. Kick him out.
1: (laughs) I agree because, yeah, I mean, I can understand him. I can understand the position that he's in and the fact that he does feel like, I mean, the reality is he's like the main head of the household. So if he wants that to continue, he needs to... Marry someone who's considered socially acceptable and not get scorned by the rest of society. And the fact of the matter is, like, the opera singer who is maybe known to sleep around is not, right, Viscountess material, regardless of what he wants, you know.
0: And I, I like the way that the show paired it next to, like, so we've got Simon and Daphne, who clearly have a lot of like heat and electricity in the relationship, yeah. and we've got Anthony and um Sienna who they have like uh, the same sort of like heat and passion in their relationship so you know that like what Anthony is feeling for Sienna is very similar yes. to what Daphne is feeling for Simon but Anthony and Sienna can't be together because of their social possessions whereas that's not an issue for for the duke and the duchess
1: <laughs> right and it kind of flips flips things on its head because you know as was very common back in this this period he is immediately trying to wed Daphne off to, like, any old, you know, (laughs) gentleman he can. And he doesn't give a single thought towards, like, what is love an important aspect of this. And it kind of comes full circle at the end when the last thing he says to Simon and Daphne is, like, well, this upcoming year, I will find the Viscountess, and uh, we will, you know, be be wed. And who cares? Because I've realized that love is not an integral part of, re- of relationships. And that's all that I need to know. Goodbye. And yeah. it's kind of like he's fully abandoned love, whereas like Simon and Daphne have found a way to get everything they want, including love, you know?
0: Right. Yeah, it's and it's just they're they're bound by that social stature, you know, in, in that time period that just that's it's sad because you can't control who you fall in love with, you know, <laughs> like yeah. he didn't control falling in love with Sienna. It's just something that happened. But he wasn't fortunate enough to be in a position where he could marry her, which is yeah. sad.
1: Yeah. But her, her speaking up and being like, you know, I found a guy. I found someone who is happy with me as I am, who does not expect me to change. I think yeah. that's a very important lesson for a lot of people, even in 2021, to yeah. to realize. Like, you should not, like, if you go into a relationship with a preconceived notion that either you will be changing someone, or if you even expect drastic changes in people, whether that be certain views or, you know, beliefs or whatever, like, I yeah. That's not a good way to enter a relationship.
0: The only person you should ever be expecting drastic change from is yourself.
1: There you go. And only if you are the motivating factor for that change.
0: Yes. And only if you want to change. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's yeah. the reality of the time. So I guess if there's a season two, I would like to see what becomes of that as I would with the rest of the family, of course. But
0: yeah, yeah, I'd be very interested to see, you know, it's sad because what was his face? Colin, Colin mm-hmm. was the one who leaves at the end of season one for his tour around Europe, I guess is what, what I'm assuming he's doing. Yeah. Um, and so maybe, maybe cause it has to pick up at least nine months later because we see um, Daphne and, um simon's baby at the end of season one yeah so he could be like just getting back colin could be you know penelope would be still single i'm sure we <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> could see something happening there
1: <laughs> well it'd be interesting to know too if if penelope will be able to discreetly earn a living with yeah. the money like i don't know if she even makes money as lady whistle down but maybe she, I could say she
0: probably doesn't she'd yeah. more just like uh, what to cover the printing costs of you know what she's doing would probably be about it.
1: Yeah, so I don't know if there's a way you know she could sign with um, <laughs> uh, a newspaper or something and somehow get some money so that by the time Colin comes back around she's not you know on the streets and poor like her entire sure. family is going to be.
0: <laughs> I don't know because like there's so much about that time period where you would have to have like a man agreeing to it or co-signing with things like that. Women weren't allowed to just go out and do things.
1: Yeah,
0: um, So yeah, I don't know um, where she'll be. Yeah. Hopefully we'll find out. I would definitely watch a season two of those.
1: Oh, me too. For sure. Um, <clears throat> speaking of the, um, the child at the very end. Yeah. I thought it was cute that like, and it kind of shows Simon fully embracing a new family because they, want to name the child something that begins with A because that yeah. is the that is Tradition. what the Bridgertons did, you know?
0: know? Just the most convenient way to name you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's kind of cute versus, like, I think I, I find that more interesting and appealing than, you know, like, the Featheringtons who are all Ps, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah. And gosh everything their names their last name their clothing everything is just so gaudy it is
1: yeah (laughs) very much is yeah. I love there's a scene when they're getting new dresses or whatever and um, the one is like oh it's so beautiful oh it's so lovely and (laughs) Penelope's like it's so yellow yellow
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, it's funny like everything you see her in her dresses are always yellow yeah Poor Penelope. Yellow's not her color either. She'd look much better in like a navy blue with some sparkle on it.
1: (laughs) Some sparkle, which also I don't think was terribly of the times, but.
0: Sparkles, yeah, probably also. (laughs) (laughs) But lots of people had them anyway. Yeah, clearly. (laughs) I think the sparkles in that time period were like exclusively diamonds or gems. Yeah,
1: diamonds (laughs) sewn into your hems and stuff.
0: Yeah, the really (laughs) richy-rich. Which I guess maybe I don't, these people get an audience with the queen who is the richest of the rich. So maybe they are wealthy enough that some of them did have diamonds sewn into their dress. Who knows?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny how like the queen is very accessible in this world. I don't know if that's, is that the case of like back in the day? It seems like it's still rather exclusive to see the queen in like 2021. But like, (sighs) is she, was it that like, easy would, would you just go to the queen's luncheon on like every odd saturday or something
0: i mean i feel like like it takes place in london because they mentioned that several times yeah. that it's in london but i don't feel as though the representation of the royal family is accurate mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. and just like like you said the fact that she's just so easily accessible i don't imagine that there was a time period where you would just, like, parade your daughters in front of the queen to see if the queen liked the way they looked before they started dating. Right. You know, like, it seems like they just wanted there to be this, like, large royal family presence in the show. Yeah. That wouldn't really have been there in reality.
1: Right. But it was fun anyway. It was, and the queen was a fun character, if not kind of, you know, kind of eccentric at times. (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) But
0: She was fun, though. But, yeah.
1: And, unfortunately for her, she's in a sticky situation with her husband who has, you know, Alzheimer's or dementia or something. It's quite sad. sad.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of, it could be very dangerous for her if he forgets who she is, kind of thing. You know? So she she has to keep him locked up so that nobody knows how bad off the king is, kind of thing. Well,
1: especially after, like, you know, he was, like, momentarily lucid but didn't remember that their daughter had died, and he right. started blaming, he was like, you killed my daughter! I was like, oop, that could go, I mean, everyone in that room knew that he was out of his mind, but, like, right. if that got out, and he somehow got a word out that he was convicting his wife of, like, murdering their child, she could totally just be beheaded or something.
0: Yeah, exactly, he is still the king and would have more power than the woman in that situation.
1: Yeah, I also, a thing I also liked about this was that they did, um, touch on, so the cast is a mixed race cast and I Mm -hmm. like that they touched on that aspect and didn't just be like, oh, everything was, you know, like there was always an intermingling of races back in the day. Like, you know, we know realistically that, you know, early 18th century London was very much, um, you know, separated in that sense. Um, but I like that um lady um i forget her name every time um lady <laughs> danbury danbury um, she you know she and colin have a, a brief conversation about that and she talks about how like you know one word from the king could really change everything um you know for um the black people in that society because you know he did marry a black woman which opened up that you know acceptance of them in society um but you know, one false word against her and from the king and things could shift dramatically for them. So I I, I was glad that they brought it up and, you know, as a sort of factor to consider.
0: Right. And that might also be why they went with like a more extreme direction with the royal family, you know, just because that's not something that happened in 18th century London. It's not historically accurate, unfortunately. So maybe like creating a new royal family that was completely different than what would have been there at the is why they went that direction. Yeah. Or part of it anyways.
1: Right. True, true. Um,
0: yeah. Um, right. I think that's
1: all the main details about things.
0: Yeah. Maybe. I guess we didn't mention Marina's sad fate of having to marry Sir George's brother, but oh yeah, it be the, her best option in that situation.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think that's another thing that kind of happened. I mean, I think you've... I, I've heard of sometimes, like, if... Um, Two people were married and say then the husband died. Sometimes the brother would step in as the husband so that she's still cared for. Right. And, you know, that's not necessarily a love marriage. And I don't know if children were a result of that of a marriage like that either. But it depends <clears throat> on how young
0: they are when the brother right. dies.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. So I mean, I think it was interesting um that they showed that realistic sort of aspect of that. And it's true that like in her position, that's really like. That's that was a, her solution, you know? Yeah, that's, that's the best offer. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's the,
0: not the matter, you're going to be homeless kind of right, thing. Right, like
1: that's the best case scenario. Or you're going to be stuck with what's his name, that like 85-year-old guy.
0: Yeah. But, <laughs> At least this guy is relatively close to her age within 10 years, I'd say. Yeah. Which seems the average anyways. <laughs> yeah, and
1: he knows how much his brother loved her
0: and all that stuff, so. Right, he wants to do right by her doesn't yeah. want his family's name to be dragged through the mud because, you know, she, his brother, even though his brother's deceased, got this woman pregnant out of wedlock kind of thing. Right. <sighs> taking, taken advances with her.
1: Yes, <laughs> indeed. Uh, advantage of her um virtue or whatever. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, is probably sort of what happens since she didn't realize what they were doing could result in pregnancy. Right. <laughs> True. And I'm sure he did. Like you said, guys are taught that knowledge at a young age.
1: Yeah. But it seemed like he was aware from the half-written letter that he was writing before he died that he was aware that, you know, that was how children were made. Because he's like, oh, I did you know, if I got you pregnant, I'm happy. Like, I miss you. I'm happy to come get you and all that. But,
0: but yeah, he's dead. Yeah, that's so. good. But, and it just makes it more sad. I think that if he had ignored yeah. her, it would have been than finding out that he wanted to come back and, and run away with her kind of thing.
1: Yeah, because...
0: Just another example of, like, when love doesn't work out, the timings not wasn't right for them kind of thing. Yeah. Just like with Anthony and uh, Sienna. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a little bit different there, but... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a lot of, like, sadness to the story as well. <laughs> you get Daphne and Simon, which... There, there are a few episodes where it's pretty sad for them, but overall, you know, they're pretty into each other and, and find ways of making each other happy. But underneath it, there's a lot of sadness for the characters.
1: Yeah, true.
0: Nobody else is getting that love match.
1: True, true. I kind of like just having the thought right now that like, Lady Whistledown did not hold back at all about the Featheringtons.
0: And yeah. to realize
1: that it was Penelope who was basically like, my family fucking sucks, so I'm going <laughs> to talk shit about them.
0: <laughs> I know, that is great. And I, I like that, like, she didn't want to drag Marina into it initially, and she only did it as, like, a last resort, telling, saying that Marina was pregnant to, like, save Colin from marrying her, basically.
1: Yeah, and I think that's... Yeah, I'm glad she did that. Even though, yeah, it's... um I like the fact that they brought up too. like, they had the, the last conversation between Colin and Marina and he was like, had you told me what was wrong, like what was going on, I yeah. would have gladly married you. You know, that's, I believed I was in but, love with you, but
0: there's, there's a lot of sadness that undercuts the story. <laughs> yeah.
1: But he's going to go travel. He'll find someone in Greece or something. Probably.
0: Oh yeah. Colin, Colin will be fine. He's a Bridgerton. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's a Bridgerton of the male variety. He's fine. <laughs> Of the male persuasion.
0: Of the male persuasion. (laughs) Anyway. Yes. But yeah.
1: Um, Any good quotes you wanted to share?
0: Um, Yes. I do have several good quotes. Okay. Uh, When at the beginning, when Penelope picks up a book, Lady Featherington is just like, put that book down at once. You shall confuse your thoughts.
1: (laughs) Very much a thought of the times. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh! I liked um, I liked uh, Daphne after dancing with one of the guys. I think it was Daphne. Yeah, she says, "I must confess, I felt more chemistry while being fitted at the (laughs) Modiste."
0: Yeah, I liked when Lady Whistleton Whistledown. Why do I keep (laughs) I keep messing up her name? And I call her something different every every time. (laughs) (laughs) Not even the same mistake, Lady Whistledown says tonight we shall discover which young ladies might succeed at securing a match thereby avoiding the dreadful dismal condition known as the spinster <laughs> <laughs>
1: true though um i like uh, eloise and daphne's conversation when eloise says it must be taxing the game of pretend that you feel you must endlessly maintain i was like damn eloise
0: deep (laughs) i like also what eloise says once she is married her life is over scarcely an escape penelope (laughs) yeah
1: um i like in the in the episode about the art of the swoon um uh, i like when basically it's a scene where they're kind of simon and daphne are sort of like people watching and like making up shit and uh, commenting on stuff. And I like how um, after the girl swoons, he's like, ooh, a faint swoon. Chapter six, I believe. Because um, they had talked about making a book. And I, I found that particularly funny because um, a friend of mine and I do that about another friend's like um, life sometimes. Because you know, we talk <laughs> yeah. about how like their life could fill a book. And we're like, oh, chapter 12.
0: Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, Oh, my computer went to sleep. Oh, no. <laughs> okay good yeah I'm here <laughs> edit <this> um, <laughs> I like when an assignment says after um, Daphne snort laughs, <laughs> how yeah. does one manage to make such an unbecoming sound while laughing?
1: <laughs> yeah, I love that too. Um, I also like uh, Granville, who talking about his love with Lord Weatherby says um, it takes courage to live outside the traditional expectations of society
0: that was my next and last
1: quote oh so. sorry well we both ended on a good one then.
0: <laughs> that's all right you know great minds yes like.
1: <laughs> indeed indeed but yeah so that's
0: Do you have any good quotes huh you have any other good quotes
1: no that was the last one the last one too <laughs> <Yeah>. nice <laughs> but yeah so that is i guess bridgerton season one question mark yes.
0: Hoping for season two, Netflix, if you're yeah. listening.
1: I guess we could look. Was it marketed as a limited series or as just a series? I
0: don't think so. Okay. It was just marketed as a series. So mm-hmm. that leaves the door open for potential future seasons.
1: True. Until COVID's under control. Who knows when that might be if they do decide to make a season two. but
0: Right. Yeah, I think we're going to be seeing more episodes of animated series coming out <laughs> over the next year because you can voice act in a socially distanced manner. <laughs> <laughs> True.
1: True 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 <clears throat> but yeah
0: yeah so
1: uh, definitely a series Overall. i would recommend
0: yes absolutely especially if you're british and or if you like british things or if you are british and <laughs> sure. if you like you know some uh, sexy raunchy scenes <laughs>
1: i mean yeah there's plenty of sexy raunch for raunch raunch. raunch. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> plenty of
0: raunch. don't worry
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's totally raunch um but yeah indeed yes yeah. um but yeah, so uh, if you want to let us know what you thought of Bridgerton, um, either, you know, having already watched it or if you're, you know, encouraged or um, motivated to watch it after our discussion, please now feel free to you know happens. <laughs> now that you know every single <laughs> detail pretty much. Um, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter. You can do so at NNOpodcast. Podcast.
0: Or you can send us an email at Originals at gmail.com. <laughs> Ooh,
1: exactly. And um, maybe
0: if I sing it, people will listen <laughs> and write us emails. <laughs> maybe.
1: Um, but also, as as always, if there is any sort of series or show, obviously, if we are very interested in the series, we are willing to watch a series in two days. So
0: yes. open <laughs> so to that. Send us- suggestions
1: <laughs> feel free to yeah let us know what you'd like us to watch otherwise we'll surely pick something random um and yeah so thanks for listening everyone and until next time Goodbye.
0: <laughs>
1: there we go